Hey guys, I mentioned in my last last podcast doing a whole episode on the power of positive thinking. But really, it's the power of thoughts, not just the positive ones, but the negative ones also. Thoughts have so much power, hence the phrase brain power. This is good news because that means we have so much power. We can control our thoughts and in turn control that power, or we can let our thoughts control us. It's funny that the word control should come up because I recently posted on Facebook asking people what they struggle with. One of my sisters posted about how she struggles with lack of control or control in general. And she said, are you going to do a podcast on that now? I have to admit, I asked the question to see if there were common topics people struggled with thinking I would do episodes on them, but I hadn't gotten any further than that. This is just happens to fall right in line with the power of thoughts. The thing is, most of us spend energy, time, and thoughts on trying to control things we can't, like our kids, our spouse, others, or events, or outcomes. But like I mentioned in previous episodes, our feelings don't come from the events, they come from our thoughts. So what if we shifted that need to control from things outside of our control to something inside of our control? Instead of trying to convince ourselves to be okay not being in control or to let go of control, we instead focused on what we can control, our thoughts. We see people do this when they experience a negative event and then remain positive. They didn't change the event event or control it. They changed themselves. So I kind of gave you the end at the beginning today. Let's talk about that power. What will controlling our thoughts do for us besides fill our basic need for control with something actually in our control. I can think back to my earlier years of marriage and I see my husband and I arguing. And I'm an emotionally driven person. I don't like to say an emotional person because aren't we all? Don't we all have emotions? None of us have more than others. But I do like to talk about my emotions and I show my emotions and I say driven because I am motivated by positive emotional experiences most. So I can see us in an argument and I can hear myself saying how I feel and my sweet husband saying that I shouldn't feel that way and that I can control my feelings. I can picture it because I remember the emotions of those arguments and I can still feel how I knew I was right when I said, I can't control my emotions. It's almost laughable to me now because I fully admit that I was wrong. It wasn't even about emotions, it's about thoughts. My thoughts create my emotions and I can control my thoughts. My husband is clearly a very patient person because it only took me like 10 years to learn that lesson. So one big benefit of the power of thoughts is feeling the way you want to. Emotional stability. This is how people are able to be in those less than desirable circumstances and maintain positive attitudes. It's because no one can tell us how to feel or what we get to be. This reminds me of The Greatest Showman. I know what you're thinking, how does that fit in? Well, first, there are lots of lyrics in those songs that touch on the power of thoughts, like one from the song, Rewrite the Stars. It's up to you and it's up to me. No one can say what we get to be. Well, the whole song really is a back and forth between someone who knows the power of thoughts and someone who doesn't. Or the song, Come Alive. The sun is up and colors blinding. Take the world and redefine it. Leave behind your narrow mind and you'll never be the same. When the world becomes your fantasy and you're more than you could ever be because you're dreaming with your eyes wide open. 
it's really hard to just say those lyrics to you and not sing them because they're so good. But the whole movie is about people believing in themselves and in others and in rising up. I think that is in part why so many people love it. I mean, besides the awesome music and the great actors and actresses, it's a story of belonging and hope and love. Deep down, we want to believe we can make what we want to have happen happen. But sometimes we let ourselves think that there are limits there. Like only in the movies does that happen or only others can do that, but not us. Or we can, but only within some limits that we have set that aren't real. I'm telling you, if you want it, you can make it happen by your thoughts. Now, I'm definitely not saying if you want a million dollars, you just have to think it and you'll have it. But I am saying if you want it and you tell yourself it's achievable, you can have it. It requires work. But as you tell yourself this is what you want most and it is worth giving up sleep or time or whatever for, then you will work towards it and make it a reality. So I have a lot of sisters. It might help you to know that as I mention them lots. One of them ran the Boston Marathon a couple of weeks ago. This is her third time running it. The following is my perspective. The first time she ran it, she felt awesome to be able to qualify and make it into the race. If you don't know, you have to run another marathon fast enough to qualify. But even everyone who qualifies doesn't make it in. They only take a certain number of runners and it's the fastest qualifying times in each group. She made it in, but then a few weeks before the race, her friend told her she could run it in 335 and re-qualify for the next year. That had not been her goal during her training, but at this time she let it enter her thoughts as what she wanted to do. She didn't make it and was super unhappy with the race as a result. The second year, she set a goal of 334.59. She fell at the beginning and got road rash, but she jumped up and ran. She kept her time for the first half or so, then she hit the hills. She slowed slightly. I watched her on a live tracker and saw as she lost time and got farther from reaching her goal. She crossed six minutes after her goal time. Knowing how hard she worked that year to prepare, all the early mornings, all the work she put in, I felt for her. I wanted her to make that goal so bad. That year, surprisingly, she felt better than the first year, knowing that she had trained and worked for her goal, even though she didn't make it. She was now dedicated more than ever. The third year, this year, she called, but for real this time. She spent more time preparing. She changed what she ate. She worked on speed. She worked and worked. This year... During the race, it was freezing cold and pouring rain. She also didn't have her headphones, so no music. She ran. I watched her on the live tracker, and every time she passed a marker, I would crunch the numbers. I knew she could, and yet every time I was like, am I figuring this out right? She has tons of time banked. She hit the hills, and she kept on flying. She came in 15 minutes under her goal time and 21 minutes faster than the previous year, 15 minutes is insane. She was able to do something so beyond what she had ever done before because she thought she could and she put in the work to make it happen. She told me recently she had a bracelet with her that had her goal time on it. And every time she was tempted to do something that wouldn't help her reach her goal, she would see the bracelet and remember what was most important to her. She had to sacrifice her goal or something else, treats, sleep, hanging out late, late nights, even family time. And if you're thinking, well, she can make that happen because she is amazing, but I don't have that level of ability, you are wrong, dead wrong. 
This is the same for each of us. We all have the ability to make what we want to have happen, happen. This is where that power comes in. I struggled at first with power with the positive affirmations because I felt like my brain knows when I'm saying a straight up lie, but I was misunderstanding them and how they work. If you want to, I don't know, let's say lose weight. You don't look in the mirror and say, I lost 10 pounds. You don't, you don't say that. In fact, you don't even say it if you gained 10 pounds either, because it's more about your attitude and less about anything physical. You could say things like, I am committed to losing weight. If that doesn't feel too true, start with, I want to lose weight. Then progress to, I am committed to losing weight. I know you could say things like, I know it will be hard, but I can do hard things. Or, I want to lose weight more than I want to have a brownie. Or, I want to lose weight more than I want to sleep in. So then you get up and you exercise, and not because you should, but because you want to, because you want the results. If these seem hard to believe or unrealistic, first use positive affirmations to help you believe and know the power of your thoughts. Ones like, I can choose how I feel, and today I choose to feel blank. I can control my thoughts. I am responsible for my life, and I choose a good life. I am strong. I can do hard things. Build yourself up to a place where you know who you are and what you're capable of. When you say these things every day, once a day, time after time, you will begin to believe them. And when you believe them, you will have that power, the ability to do what you can't when you don't believe in yourself. Then you can add in goals and dreams you have. Visualization helps with this too. Once you're at the point where you're using the positive affirmations to work towards goals, you can add visualization. I recently did this with sleeping. I think I mentioned it in my last podcast. As I fell asleep, I visualized myself waking up happy, getting out of bed, and getting going. I didn't wake up every single morning with a smile on my face, but I woke up some mornings with a smile on my face, and that was amazing and totally different from my mornings before I decided to do that. You can use pictures, visualize in your mind, whatever works for you. My sister had a bracelet. That was her visualization. That was her physical thing that she could see that was helping her work towards her goal. Try to see yourself also doing the work it takes to get to your goal. That's where the power comes in. Because if you say, I can make this happen, and then you picture yourself doing the work to make it happen, those two things go hand in hand and are amazingly powerful. It's interesting because a lot of us, myself included, the first time we're introduced as adults to the idea that we can have, be, and do anything, we tend to write it off, make fun of it, or generally just disbelieve it. But as kids, we knew this. I asked my kids at dinner one time, if you could be anything, what would you be? We have this jar with questions like this in it, and every now and then we pull it out at dinner and take turns picking and then answering them. So my four-year-old at the time says, a unicorn. Of course, my older children tell her she can't because they aren't real, and an argument ensues. So I say, the card has any, says, anything you want, just let her be a unicorn. Then as we get to the older kids, the answers get more real. Well, my oldest, 11 at the time, says, I, want to be a pro, I would be a pro soccer player if I could be anything. He loves soccer, and he has some skill. He is short and stocky and doesn't like running. 
I know some adults who would say to him, you can't be a pro soccer player because you're too short. They are blinded by their made-up limits as to how far the idea that you can be anything goes, just like he was with my youngest. I'm not saying we can be unicorns, or even that I want to be, but I am saying when we are young, we believe that with our whole hearts that we can be, do, and have anything we set our minds to. Anything. And even as adults, we tell our kids, you can do anything that you set your mind to. You can be anything. You can do anything. But we don't save that same attitude for ourselves. It would benefit us as adults if we took those limits that we have set on ourselves, if we took them off and we flew. When we realize the power of thought, there are two main huge benefits. We can come to know that we can control our emotions and so we can then enjoy an emotionally stable life. And also, we can come to know again that we can do anything we put our minds to and so we are then able to take control of our lives and create and sustain the life we want. As a 12-year-old, I had a very unfortunate thing happen to me. The kind that rock you to the core. I'll spare the details as I don't know who all is listening, but at, the t- but at this time in my life, I was surrounded by friends, family, and counselors who supported me. They told me I was strong. They told me I was special. And I believed them. At a time when I didn't know to not believe them or to tune them out or to make up reasons in my head why they were wrong like us adults do, they told me who I was. And for at least 15 years, I didn't need to wonder because I knew. I remember the judge as I stood in front of her. And honestly, I mostly remember my feelings. As I stood there and she told me how I was strong and how I was special, I knew it. I knew it was true. And I remember the first time I questioned, am I that person? Am I who they said? Am I special? Am I strong? Do I have that warmth they talked about? It was 15 years after they told me who I was. It was after I'd moved into a new new neighborhood and I wasn't sure how I fit in. For those whole 15 years, I knew who I was and I didn't question it. And then at that point, I questioned, how do I know this? How do I know that that's who I am? And then... I realized that I had been slowly drifting away from being the person I knew I was. So I recommitted to being me, the me I wanted to be. And now, four years later, I know again and still who I am. I share this in hopes that it will help someone else struggling to know who they are and how amazing they are. If you don't know how to change your thoughts about yourself, to listen to the negative self-talk that happens in your brain and challenge it, if you don't, can't do that alone, go to a friend or a family member and let them help you. But also, keep an open mind. Try to not allow yourself to shut down their words because others can tell us who we are. But if we aren't willing to accept their help in building us up, it does us no good. I also share it so we can all remember the power of our words, especially to youth. They're still forming who they are. So let's lift them up. Let's all say the positive we see in them and correct them with love and understanding. Let us try and remember who they are when they pass through difficult times 
so that they can also remember who they are. So what will you do today to take control of your thoughts and better your world as a result? If you feel like sharing in a comment, go ahead and happy thinking. As always, thanks for listening.